Welcome back to Here's a Dealio. I'm your host, Taylor Harris. What is up, you guys? It is Tuesday and I got off work early. So that means I went straight to the beach, laid out, read a book. I even went thrifting today. It was great. I found some really cute stuff. I found some brandy. I found some Disney. I found some Champion. All these great brands and I don't even know how my total was like $30. It was really great. And Salvation Army gives back to the community. So that's pretty awesome. Shopping for a cause. I felt so stressed lately. So today was such a big blessing because I was able to relax. Yesterday, I was so productive. Yesterday was Monday. Today's Tuesday. And both days, I've been so blessed because I haven't had work as well. I worked half the day today, but usually I work eight to five thirty, and yesterday I didn't work at all and today I only worked till 12. Let's just say that my stress level is super low because I've been able to take care of myself and do some fun things that I never usually get to do because I work too much. Just realizing that now I had a pretty rough weekend. It was a result of extreme exhaustion and that led to mental deterioration and just physical deterioration as well. My body was tired, my mind was tired, and that led to a puddle of broken, destroyed, sad Taylor. So we're finally getting back. If you saw me this last weekend, I apologize for what I did because I was probably very irritable. That to say, we are back. We are realigning our chakra and all that good stuff. So I'm feeling a lot better. I hope your guys' weekend wasn't as stressful as mine. But speaking of stress, we are going to talk about what causes stress biologically, what causes stress just in life, and how can we reduce that? Thank you guys for joining today's episode, and without further ado, let's get to it. Here's the dealio. 2020 was just an absolute chaotic mess. But now that it's 2021 and things are kind of simulating a little bit more of a normal reality, I feel like there's this shift to where we went from 2019 like normal reality 2020 crazy pandemic everyone is depressed everyone is isolated what the heck is going on to okay we're slightly getting back to normal and shifting back but we've already adjusted our bodies to this new reality which is living in isolation staying away from people being home most of the time rarely doing anything going to amusement parks or anything like that. That's just not something that I have personally done. I don't think anybody's done that because it just hasn't been an option. So now that we're shifting back to that, it's an exciting reality that we're going to go back to. But I think that people are expecting their minds to also be able to shift back into that, which that's just a really high expectation to have on yourself when you've been sitting around and you've been adjusting to how this reality is How are you supposed to just jump to the next reality and want to hang out with people all the time and have the energy to do that when you haven't been doing that? It's just like you can't go from not lifting anything to lifting 400 pounds. You have to gradually get there. And so I don't want people on this, on my listeners, and I don't want people in my life to just assume that they have to go from A to Z just like that without hitting all the letters in between. So before we get into this, I am not a biology major. I was just curious about the biology of stress. And so I did some research and I looked it up. 
and I think I'm pronouncing it correctly, but cortisol is the body's natural alarm system. So it's going to be the main hormone that regulates stress throughout your body. This is also what it affects. So it will affect how your body uses carbs, fats, and proteins, literally how you're digesting your food. It's going to affect that. Keeps down inflammation. It regulates blood pressure, controls your sleep cycle, and it will give you boost of energy so you can handle the stress at hand. I know a thing or two about stress, and I'm sure everybody does. If you've never been stressed before, you're lying. Sorry to cut you on that, but you are. Even if it's not stress that can lead into anxiety and depression, you have probably felt stress in your life. Stress that I have experienced within the last year and a half has been loss of relationship, physical, um, I've just been uh, physically unhealthy. I kind of fell into a little bit of anxiety and depression myself last year, last summer. I was surrounded by the best support from my family and um, a few friends, but I got out of a really bad relationship end of uh, the spring of 2020 and then COVID hit. And then I lost some really close friends um, from my high school. And then uh, it just kind of kept going and things just kind of kept spiraling out of control and I couldn't get a grip on my mental health and or nor my physical health. And so I am definitely not an expert on stress, but I have dealt with some stressful things that I have come out of and I've learned some really healthy habits that have grown me and taught me how to deal with those situations in a good way. Also, let's just put out there that stress is super normal. Having a bad day, having a stressful day is so normal. I mean, I had a stressful weekend and I have friends who've just been overwhelmed with waiting for answers for getting into the nursing program and waiting for answers of, oh, am I going to go to this school still? Or am I going to go somewhere else? Or waiting for answers of, I'm trying to find a venue for my wedding and I can't because everything's closed and my fiance is from Canada. So how are we going to get your visa? And there's, everybody has stress and it's so normal. So if anybody tells you or says negative things towards you, it just doesn't let you process those feelings. Your feelings are completely valid and you need to be supported in that. The first step that you need to take in order to reduce your stress levels is you need to identify the source of the stress. What is your source of stress? For me, last year, my source of stress was my relationship. I didn't realize that until way too late, but I realized that was my source of stress. And so as hard as it was, I I removed myself from that relationship. Not to say that it was a completely horrible relationship or that that person was completely horrible. It just wasn't a relationship that was for me and we were not compatible. And therefore our, our likes and dislikes and the way that we functioned as people, it did not blend together. And so it caused me a lot of unnecessary stress. It's really hard to remove people from your life, especially if, I mean, you had a connection with that person at one point, so couldn't you get that connection back again? Holding on to ideas like that is something that I did, and I still do that because deep down, you're always going to have love for that person, but that's just it. If they no longer serve you and they're no longer building you up and 
providing a positive environment for you to grow in, then you need to let them go. Whether that's unfollowing people on Instagram that you always compare yourself to or stop reaching out to a certain friend that you just never get anything back because it's a completely a one-way street or getting out of that toxic relationship because you know deep down you know that something is wrong and that something that one thing that's wrong will never ever change and you need to get rid of that in order to free yourself up and it doesn't have to be a horrible ending it doesn't have to be this big confrontation where you're yelling at each other and screaming I hate you I hate you you really ruined my life and da 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 like it doesn't have to be like that you can just walk away calmly stop calling stop persisting or persisting (laughs) not persisting pursuing thank you sorry you can stop pursuing that person when you can learn to stop pursuing the wrong people you are going to feel so much lighter and so much better just about the people you have in your life and the people you're surrounding yourself with because my dad always says this but you are who you hang out with and if you don't like the people you hang out with then you need to look in the mirror and see if you like yourself because you are ultimately going to be a reflection of those people. The second step to reducing stress is working on yourself. If you don't like who you are, you're not going to be able to help other people and like other people because there's always just going to be a frustration with yourself that you will have to get over. A few ways that I manage my mood and my stress and other things like that that I have learned in the last, I would say, year to year and a half. I have started journaling and I've never been a journaler because I feel like it takes up too much time. I feel like I don't have anything to say. And for some reason, I have this pressure on myself that everything I write needs to be perfect and aesthetic and for some reason if I die and my life gets turned into a movie they're gonna find this journal and it has to be perfect because I don't want it to be a dumb journal because what if they find it what if I'm famous and all of these things go into my head big overthinker over here Woohoo! but I've been surprised at how much it's helped and how much I've enjoyed it I've started writing down lists of things I'm gonna do that day little things about little anecdotes about my day, whether it was a good thing or a bad thing. I listened to, no, I listened to a podcast with Joe Rogan and Matthew McConaughey. And Matthew McConaughey talked a lot about journaling and how it was a source of de-stressing for him. He also mentioned that most people will journal when they are stressed, when they're having a bad day, and they'll write about it in order to get out of their head and put everything on paper and just, which is great. You should definitely do that. But he also talked about the importance of journaling when things are good, because when you're in those low points, you're going to want to reference back to, okay, well, what was I doing when I was happy? What was I doing when things were good? And how can I get back to that? It's almost like an instruction manual for how to be happy. Another one that's very, I mean, it's very generic and very basic, but it's really important is exercise. You, I don't, again, I'm not a biologist, but, uh, and you're, I don't know how to properly say this, but when you exercise, you release endorphins and you release happy hormones, basically. And it gets rid of all the stress and all the other things. And it kind of declutters your brain so you can think clearly. So if you're stressed beyond belief and you have a really important decision to make or conversation to have, I would recommend going for a walk, going for a run, bike riding, skateboarding, 
uh, swimming, anything that can get your body moving because you're more likely to make a more coherent decision and just be clear-headed about what you want to say once you have released some of those stress hormones. Cortisol, as we have learned in this biology lesson today. I don't know. That was kind of my uh, spill not the science guy. Sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Also, reading, so great. I love reading. If you don't like reading, listen to podcasts, woohoo, which you're already doing, so kudos to you. Or audiobooks. I like physical books, physical copies. I don't know why. I've never been like a big Kindle girl, but some people are, and that's great. Also, I would suggest waking up before you need to. I started, so I have to get to work at 8. It takes me 30 minutes to get there. I wake up at 6.30 instead of 7 because I want to give myself an extra 30 minutes just to wake up, wash my face, read my Bible journal, and focus on myself for the first 30 minutes of the morning because if I don't focus on myself, how am I going to help focus on other people? So I would do that. And I would recommend when you first wake up, excuse me, I have to burp. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, I would recommend not looking at your phone for that first 30 minutes. So if your alarm is on your phone, that's fine. Just tap it off and try not to look at it because you're going to stimulate your brain and you're going to want to go into social media apps and you're just going to start off your day either comparing yourself to other people or seeing what they're doing or feeling kind of stressed when you, I feel stressed when I look at my phone in the morning. I don't, I don't really want to look at my phone when I first wake up in the morning. So I would recommend avoiding that. Okay, guys, this is very important. Drinking water. Water is great. Half the time you're dehydrated and that's why. Okay, so half the time water is just literally amazing. Half the time you, when you have hunger pains and stuff like that, you're actually dehydrated versus actually hungry. So sometimes you're going to eat more and not get what you need just because you're not listening to your body and you're not drinking enough water. Literally need water. It's just so good for you. I try to drink a gallon a day. It's pretty, pretty fabulous. And studies have shown that being just a half a liter dehydrated can can greatly increase stress levels. So... If you don't drink water, you'll be stressed. And guys, it's a really simple solution. Drink water. Another thing to de-stress and brighten your mood. Our thoughts are so powerful. Literally, they have so much power. You can literally manifest things. Like if you're trying to find a parking spot and you're like, I'm not going to find a parking spot. You're probably not going to find a parking spot. Just because you're putting that in your mind and you're putting that out into the universe. So rather than saying negative things, try putting positive things out into the universe. Like, oh my gosh, I'm really going to bomb this test. Well, yeah, you probably are because you're setting yourself up for failure in your mind. So versus instead of saying that, say, I'm going to ace it. And if you don't, you, you know, try better next time. But at least you put those positive thoughts in your brain so that you can have a good starting point. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. It's so important to take those thoughts captive. I'm a very visual person. And so when I see this, I literally see a little person with like a filing cabinet in my brain 
capturing all of those bad thoughts and just picking them and taking them and putting them in the shredder because we don't want those bad thoughts in my brain. We want only happy thoughts because I want to be a happy person and that starts in my mind. Have fun, you guys. Having fun is so important. I am the worst at this. If you talk to some of my friends, you would know that I, I, uh, I always say no to hanging out and there's a very specific group of people I'm thinking of. And I'm sorry, I work so much. I'm so blessed to have great jobs and I love it, but it's really important to remember to take those days off, whether it's work, like having so much schoolwork and you're like, oh, I just have to get this homework done. Yeah, you can get that homework done, but take an hour break and maybe eat some ice cream or go for a walk or go to the beach or thrift or I don't know, read a book. Just change what you're doing because if you're always doing homework and you're always doing work, your brain just never going to get any rest and any relaxation, which is really important. Also, guys, I found a study that said that having a pet can greatly reduce your stress levels. Dog therapy, guys. It's a thing. I don't know where, but if you look up dog therapy, you can literally like find dogs and just hang out with them and it's therapy. That would be the best therapy ever, if I'm being honest. Also, food is fuel. So eating healthy is very important. You want to stimulate your brain. Oops, hopefully I didn't hit my microphone. Sorry, I'm just a mess over here. You want to stimulate your brain and get all those good juices flowing, which starts in the kitchen. Uh, if you're constantly eating junk food and stuff like that, you're going to feel super tired and unmotivated, and then you're going to not do your stuff, and then that's going to lead to stress, and then, you know, yada, yada, yada. But you guys are going to like this one. So sometimes food is like healthy food is like oh, vegetables and green things and I don't want to eat green things. Well, look what this says on the internet. According to Healthline, dark chocolate is proven to reduce cortisol levels and it's good for your heart. It's a little literally proven to reduce stress levels and it's good for you in moderation. Don't eat too much dark chocolate, but it can help your heart. So there you go. Long story short, there are a lot of things that are going to and have affected your stress levels. Going forward, you just need to find a system and healthy habits that work for you in order to manage your mood and make your mind happy because the mind is the source of everything. It literally controls your body. So if your mind isn't happy, I don't think your body is going to be happy. Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord. Plans to prosper and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Those are literally a promise that if you just trust and you do those healthy things for yourself and you just go about your life trying to live stress-free and letting go of all of that anxiety, taking thoughts captured, taking thoughts captured, capturing, taking your thoughts captured. Wait, taking your thoughts Taking your thoughts captive. Wow, that was really hard. That's embarrassing. <laughs> if you do all those things, minus my little brain fart there, you're going to be fine. You're going to do your thing. You're going to be successful. You're going to be happy. You just have to take a deep breath every once in a while and remember that whatever problem you're facing is so small in the grand scheme of things. I hope you guys have a stress-free week, stress-free weekend, and I can't wait to see you guys on next week's episode.